Hello and welcome to Theatre Club. Today I'm with my sister Alice. Hello. And we're with special guest, our mother, Catherine. Hello. Lovely to have you on, mother. Very nice to be here. So we're down in Chichester today to see the Chichester Festival Theatre's new production of Me and My Girl. Opening night. Um, yeah, press night tonight. Mm-hmm. They've had a couple of previews, which I've looking on Twitter has had very good reviews. So we've come down for the day to Chichester. We've taken some things back to Marks and Spencer's, family tradition. We are having a lovely little picnic in the park outside the Chichester Festival Theatre. For anyone who's never been down, it's a really lovely, mm-hmm. lovely thing to come down and do. Um, before we talk about me and my girl, Mum, you went to see on our recommendation Fun Home last week. Yes, I went with a girlfriend, we got the Lucky Dip tickets and got on the front row, which was lovely. And it was a stunning production. The girl who played the younger, there's three versions of the main character and the younger one, she was absolutely stunning. She held the show together completely and gave such a star turn um, that you were just longing for her to come back on stage. So, yes, it was a fantastic recommendation. We thoroughly loved it, and we went out of the theatre so happy, and I thought you couldn't really get a better night than that. Did you know anything about Alison Bechdel? No. So, Oscar, tell me what you told me the other day, because it made me laugh. Oh, yeah, so I didn't realise that there's a thing called the Bechdel test. Have you heard about that? You pronounce her name Bechdel, but it's spelt Bechdel, but it's Bechdel. Have you been saying... Bechdale. Bechdale. I've always heard it Bechdale because I heard of the Bechdale test before I heard of her. So she's a feminist, and the Bechdale test is like a feminist theory that's usually applied to film, but you could apply it to plays. So it's a series of questions that have to be answered to pass the test. So are there more than two female characters? Do those two characters have a conversation together? And is that conversation about something other than a man? I have heard of that now that you're saying it. Yes, yes. and the, the shocking thing is that obviously, or not so shocking, like 80% of Hollywood films don't pass that test. When you really think about it, the I female think that's characters... that's brilliant. I love that test. Yeah, what and it, you'd think that it would pass it way more than that, but of course it doesn't. So yeah, so she's... That's kind of the first I'd heard of her. Um, and... I think we had the same girl playing the young Alison when we went mm. that you had that night, and she was she was so good. I'd still sort of remember her performance. And ten pounds for those, and you got front row seats. Ten pounds, and it was good fun, and the whole atmosphere in the place was wonderful. And we were all up giving them a standing ovation at the end. It was excellent. We had a standing ovation when we went to see it as well. I'm not surprised. It was really top class. I think they the quality of the performances throughout the whole thing Jenna Russell oh Jenna Russell was fantastic it was for Jenna Russell that I went I didn't read anything about it before I went because having decided to go I thought I'll just go to it completely fresh Um, although I know you'd said that you'd seen it and liked it Um, I mean I love Jenna Russell but um, I'm not sure how strong I think the piece is but I thought the poor performances were fantastic um, and I loved, I loved all the Allisons. Yeah, I thought they were all incredible, and I loved that it was straight through. I think that was a real strength that they just because some of the reviews have said, oh, they didn't cover maybe enough of um, the, mother, the you know the mum character other than that big song, or they didn't cover how. Well, I would have. That's one of the weaknesses I would have said. And I, if I'm totally honest, I think they could have shaved ten minutes off the end. I thought they could have tightened the end up. My friend didn't think that, but I did. Um, no, because I well, then I think you either, you know, if you added more, it would have made it longer and you would have lost that. I didn't think it felt over long. And I love not having an interval. Oh, right. I, not no, long I, enough for me. No, I would <laughs> okay, have done a little bit more. Okay, I wanted it shorter. I like, me, 
I like my theatre short and sweet. Um, so today we're down to see me and my girl. I don't really know anything about this particularly, other than Emma Thompson, Robert Lindsay did it in the 80s. Stephen Fry rewrote the book in the 80s, and it was a big hit of the 1930s, late 30s, and made into a film, I think, called The Lambeth Walk. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it's a piece of froth. I have seen it before, and it is just an as frothy as you could want it there's no substance to it at all it's just a really feel good um, musical I'm very much looking forward to it because I love Carolyn Quentin as well so I feel that Chichester this season has been a little bit patchy I've been to see a lot of things here mm-hmm. I saw The Country Wife a couple of weeks ago oh and you went over I, no I like The Country Wife it was the chalk garden was a little bit patchy oh, yeah, but I think that, yeah. that's more a problem with the play than with the performances although one of them was very weak but we'll skate over that and it wasn't Penelope Heath she was marvellous <laughs> um, so yes I have high hopes for this yeah, I do. They do these kind of old-fashioned musically things quite well. Some yes, of the ones we've seen in the past, they do that big, um, like, half a sixpence that then transferred to the West End. That was a kind of perfect thing for Chichester. Especially as the crowd here, a lot of them probably saw the original 1937 <laughs> production. <laughs> yes, I should think so. There's something very good coming up in two weeks' time called The Meeting by Claire Jones, who wrote Humble Boy for the National Theatre about 15 years ago. And I'm very excited about that because... The Meeting? It's called The Meeting. A lot of it's signed. I don't know anything about it apart it's... from the, using a lot of sign language in it. And I think Claire Jones is a fantastic writer. And that's here at Chichester? Uh, here at Chichester, in the Minerva Theatre, the small theatre. Who are you coming to see that with? Coming on my own. Oh. And I'm also going to see Cock on my own. <laughs> <laughs> is that here as well? Yes, it is. I didn't think I could get anybody enthusiastic. What's cock about? <laughs> no idea. I just saw it and thought, yep, sign me up. <laughs> oh, we'll have to get you back for a review of, for a review of cock. Yeah. Mummy's review of cock. <laughs> <laughs> I also went to see the Guildford School of Acting, the MAs, doing their final piece in Guildford um, last week. And it, half the, the evening was theatre pieces quite diverse theatre pieces and then they had the musical theatre people doing their bit and it was just fantastic in that way that Guildford School of Acting always are they're an ensemble group they've all worked together they all know how to be together and also they're all about to kind of go off and show the world their talents and there's a fantastic atmosphere Do you remember when we were very young and you took us to their final year production of Cabaret and... Um, it was rather rather sexed up. And your friend was of kind of strong Baptist family. Yeah, yeah. It was so terrible and I couldn't get Is you he? out. And uh, Well, let's no, mention no names. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Mrs Pickfall. She's not listening. <laughs> oh, I think we did leave at the interval of that. We didn't even... I don't even think we made it to the interval. Did we? Well, you, were we? No, no I think we stayed Because you couldn't get off stage. You had to walk through the actors to get off stage. And I was just thinking, what the heck am I going to do? I... I brought you to something totally inappropriate, hoping that you're young enough not to understand why. They've all got tummy ache, that's why they're writhing around on top of one another. <laughs> we also went to see a Sweeney Todd there as well, I think, but we did stay for the whole thing, and we were the only kids that did. I remember a lot of them leaving. Oh, I had a couple of um, adults come up and say, what are you doing bringing your children to this? I said, bring them on a night out. <laughs> We've loved it ever since. <laughs> yeah, We've seen many a Sweeney favorites. since. Yeah. 
Um, so we'll be back in the interval of me and my girl to, to give our interval thoughts and then hopefully a little bit at the end as well. Um, but until then, we'll finish off our picnic and uh, use the toilets probably several times before. We're a family <laughs> of weak bladders. Nervous we. <laughs> and we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye. So we're back in the park during the interval of me and my girl. Um, it started um, Daniel Evans, the artistic director of Chichester Festival Theatre and the director of this piece, came out on stage. I thought, because it's press night, he'll just mm. do, be doing an intro saying hi to everyone. We didn't know what was foreboding. Oh, we didn't know what was coming. So he says, you know, one of our cast members can't make it tonight and everyone's thinking, right, anyone but Matt Lucas, obviously, because it's his show <laughs> and it's Matt Lucas. Classic. But the audience were so generous, weren't they? They applauded and cheered yes, the, the, and um, really understudy. made the understudy feel welcome. Now, does anyone remember what his name was? Something Pigeon. I think it was Mr. Understudy Pigeon. James Pigeon I want to go with. Still Pigeon. <laughs> we'll have to... We'll put it on the Instagram or something. But yeah, he's, he's doing a brilliant job. Yeah, he's doing a really good job. But it is sad that the main kind of star of the mm. show, Matt Lucas, isn't in it. Really disappointing. But if you didn't know he was going to be in it, if you were oblivious, this guy is obviously fantastic. And I think, like you said, Mum, it does make it more of an ensemble piece now, perhaps, than it might have been with Matt. Yes, I, I think so. Apart from Carolyn Quentin, I don't know anybody else who's in the cast. What I'm loving is the gender-blind and the colour-blind casting. It was unthinkable in every other production I've ever seen. And I look back on productions I've seen of all sorts of things where it would have been unimaginable to have had aristocracy that were black when a period piece uh, show or a female solicitor who's doing a fantastic job by the way I think the the solicitor is doing a really good comic turn um so that's I'm loving it it's high energy fantastic costumes wonderful sets and the orchestra I'm, I'm getting a little bit of Iolanthe in there well in what sense uh, they did a refrain and there was a little bit of Gilbert and Sullivan in the medley. Oh, yeah, that wouldn't be yes. surprising because they've done a lot of sort of it Cockney... Was McCard- it was the Mikado. Was it Mikado? Oh, the, the, the Lord High Executioner. No, it's when they're getting ready for the wedding. Oh. And I'll agree that you'll agree and I am right and all is right and all is right as right can be. It's, it's the intro to that. They've had a lot of sort of Cockney refrains in there as well, so I guess they're doing the high highbrow, lowbrow sort of motifs within the score. The, yeah, the band's really good. Um, I was just saying I don't think there's quite enough songs in the first bit. I was just comparing it comparing it to Half Sixpence that was here as well, which is a similar kind of show, Cockney meets, you know, upper class sort of thing. Mm. Styles and Drew added a couple of numbers in there that just helped beef that up a bit because some of the ones in this, there's a few that have just been a bit forgettable, which is fine. It's a, it's a piece of fluff show. I feel they've um, beefed up the script I don't know if that's true, but I feel that's been quite a lot of new jokes added. Oh, see, I thought the jokes were a bit old-fashioned. Well, they're meant to be because it is still a nod to its time and its heritage. So you have to play within that genre. But I think I think they've done quite well with the humour. Yeah, I found it very funny. And obviously the last song that closes Act One, Doing the Lambeth Walk, is great. And they really stretched that out and gave it its whole, you know dance breaks and yeah reprises and so I thought that was really good I thought that was really good everyone must be exhausted now because they didn't stop dancing for the whole you know the energy was high through the whole thing wasn't it yes it it was and it's a really good end to part one and I'll probably have it in my head now for the rest of the night so far just based on that one do you think it would transfer to London or 
I think it could. I could see it transferring. I think um, there's enough that people will love about it. It's got the old George Bernard Shaw Pygmalion theme running through it, the class war. It's a, a good seller, I think, for tourists, if you like, and... Yeah, it's yeah. very sort of British kind of. I have to. I'd give my verdict that. when I've seen the whole thing, though. Yeah, very much looking forward to the next bit. See me what too. they do. Yeah, me too. Let's wait for Mum to put her seatbelt on for podcasting. Always wear a seatbelt <laughs> when podcasting. You can't be too careful. <laughs> so yeah, we're in. We're in the car. Show's finished. What did everyone think? Well, I feel like I've been to a wedding. It was so celebratory, the second act, and it was so gentle and good-natured. Mm. I feel like you... And the audience went mental at the end. They were just standing up and cheering. And when um, Ryan Pigeon came out, I mean, it was a standing ovation. I mean, they went wild for him. Um, I think he did a brilliant job. I think he was... He had such a genuine character that he wasn't... The whole way through, you were kind of rooting for them to get back together, weren't you? Because they looked like they went together. They actually really suited each other yes. as a couple. It was very plausible. So I'm really pleased that we saw him, actually. I was In the first half, I was upset that Matt Lucas wasn't doing it, but now I'm actually... I'm fine with it. Yeah, he was great, Ryan Pigeon. I thought he was really good. Um, and I liked at the end when all the couples got together that the woman playing the solicitor that would obviously have been a, a male part before like you mentioned they'd done sort of gender blind casting she had her she was in love with the sort of um the the maid, maid. yeah, yeah so i thought that, that was, was nice and also giving a, a woman that character just meant that usually in these things like half sixpence you have the sort of the girl that he loves the woman that's not right for him and then you have the sort of lady of the house carolyn quentin this just gave it, you know there was a fourth basically sort of type of character she got to do the comedy stuff what is a bit confusing as we've just walked out as we walk past the poster which looks like it's a la la land type poster yeah oh, do you reckon that's and why they've done it to reference I, la la land and it, but they're not in period costume or anything like that which is a shame because the costumes are fantastic um so i really think the good. poster kind of might make you um, not want to go and see it because it's, uh, I don't know, might... Yeah. Anyway. So I, do you I mean, think this is going to transfer, Oscar? No. Mum? I don't know. I'm going to say yes then. I think it's really good fun. I've had a brilliant time. I think, you know, it was a lovely show, but it just, the second half still didn't have the music. It didn't have the songs. It didn't have really the moments other than the Lambeth Walk. And I loved all the tap dancing. Leaning I think on the lamppost. Yeah, mm. I loved the tap dancing stuff. I always have that, but I think this won't be like half sixpence that I really remembered. And I went to see again when it transferred to London. This reminded me more of Damsel in Distress. Do you remember coming to see that? Yes, that, yes, that, that. it's a bit like a hot soapy bath. It sort of appeals to mums, people who remember. <laughs> <laughs> not insulting at all no, I just mean like it's just it's like a good matinee show yeah I mean it's really good fun it's just not as memorable I don't remember as much of Damsel in Distress at Chichester as I do at say Gypsy or Sweeney Todd at Chichester yeah. it's not it's the most a, memorable it's just a bit vanilla 
it is vanilla, but really good fun. It just didn't quite have the edge of Half a Sixpence, which I think is a very similar show, but it had a younger energy, and I think the Styles and Drew's songs that they added were much needed, and this needs a couple of new songs added. And then I think it would really come alive more because it is a lovely story it is really good fun i I just want it needs a couple of new songs just a couple of new songs would make it perfect but a really fun day and if any lighting design as well so i think i think the production values of it have been fantastic yeah, and if anyone can get down to Chichester at a weekend, I don't know how, if tickets are Take left. Take your mum. Yeah, I mean, it's a lovely day out. And if it You've does... had a great time, haven't you, mum? <laughs> oh, it's lovely to get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is great. So I think if people want to come down, it's a lovely day out. And if it did go to London, if they could keep Matt Lucas in it and Carolyn Quentin and had the star power and thought they'd take it up, then I would... You know, I'd say go and see Everyone it. Everyone can a fun... sing really well. They all sounded really yeah, good Yeah, Carolyn together. Quentin was... Amazing. I didn't think she was that good a singer. Actually, yeah, 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 she started in Les Miserables. I mean, I knew that, but I I just, I didn't know she had that much range. She, she had went, a strong voice. Yeah, so high soprano as well as the sort of belt. At the, you know, I thought she had a much she was, bigger range. She was actually singing I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue last week, and she oh, was she? really good. Oh. Yeah, she was really good. Yeah, I just didn't know she was that, that versatile. And what an amazing night for Ryan Pigeon. Yes, it was an amazing night. And like I said, I feel like I've been to somebody's wedding. It's felt very celebratory. And so much goodwill in that theatre tonight. It was amazing. And it was a love story as well, which I really liked. Although it was kind of about class, really it was about him being true to himself. It was four love stories. Who are the four? We've got the solicitor, we've got the posh girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everyone everyone ended up happy in the end. And and Carolyn got her man in the end. Oh. It was all in all... A lovely night. A lovely night. A lovely gentle night. And mother, and mother, thank you for gracing us with your presence on the podcast. Well. And thank you for being a loyal listener as well. Yes, I'm, I make everybody in my pottery classes <laughs> listen. <laughs> I think I've become something of a podcast fascist. <laughs> well, thank you very much. And hopefully we'll have you back on again one day if, if audience reaction is good. Yeah. <laughs> Vote for me now, people. <laughs> Yeah, great night, girls, boys, peoples. (laughs) So, um, until next time, thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram if you want to see all the pictures from our day. It's at Theatre Club Podcast, and on Twitter, we're at Theatre Club Pod. And until next time, we're doing the Lambeth Walk. Bye! (laughs) 